so I got to tell you guys my fire story. Oh, yes, um, you do. I got fired when I was 16. I worked at I worked at an Albertsons grocery store mm-hmm. and I was the best in the store at what I did. I went to like the city bagging championship <laughs> for my this store. Okay. Like they have like, right. Hold on. Right. Okay. Okay. No, okay. No. This is fact right. check alert, dude. <laughs> this does not <laughs> exist. Heart stop. stop. Heart stop. Heart stop. A bag. Brett. Yes, it does. Please yes, competition. it Brett. does. No, no, no. Brett, 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 paint me a word picture of the San Diego bagging championship yeah. please i just imagine I just people have like fucking like blazers on that just say like cool shit on them like bagging blaster or like jerseys i don't know dude yeah jerseys what does the trophy yeah. look like there are no winners there Blake. there is no trophy he's just a guy with his hand in a bag Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Very happy to have you all along with us on this uh, this journey of discovery. Uh, speaking of discovery, we left off right on the outskirts of a new city. So let's do a quick recap, then see what kind of trouble is ahead. Last time, at the prompting of Yon Yon, our heroes decided to dismantle the boss-slash-employee dynamic at the Organization of the Black Goblet and redefine themselves as a team working together with shared goals. One of those goals, uh, the dominant one, was to head to the city of Goldcrest and finally confront this mysterious Larry character. Bringing along the Ratfolk TP as a new companion, our heroes made the 10-day journey southward to Goldcrest. The journey proved to be eventful, as along the way, they were pursued by the Palisade from the Portal Legs and ambushed by some other Ratfolk that TP eventually killed. Additionally, Biggle lost the Sending Stone after hearing a strange message from Fomble, and Yon-Yon found a spell scroll, and Alok caught some fish. The players also got a chance to tell us about Goldcrest, where we learned that people are always on the move. Law enforcement is unpredictable. Uh, Alok has a former employer named The Wild Card. There's a bar called McNarley's where a drink called Swill is served to shady people. And there are a couple different magic shops, one of which is underneath Mr. Whirly Durley's Magic Emporium. And why, dear God... Did I give these dingbats this this power? Why did I do this? Oh, man. Uh, Anyway, how fast will they get into trouble this time? Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. The five of you stand with TP at the crest of a hill, looking down at the city of Goldcrest, the expansive walls of which are stretched out before you uh, about a quarter mile away. The gray stone of the walls does nothing to contrast the sky, which uh, even in the early afternoon has maintained a dreary, cloudy colorlessness. And it's it's not quite raining, 
but it certainly is not dry out. Uh, the air feels like it's filled with sea mist and uh, indeed past the past the sprawling grayness of the city, uh, you see the seeming infinitude of the sea extending to the horizon, uh, spotted here and there with the sails of ships. So you're standing there looking at Goldcrest. What do you do? I mean, I imagine like the what like is there like a big gate in front of us? Like uh, that, of gold, that's gold a good question. Like? So um the uh like is it big and open or is there like guards or yeah, there, so like, there's um or? there is one that you are standing on the uh the coastway road, which runs up and down the western coast of Sasoria. Uh and uh, as much as possible. There's parts of the coast that are, are, are just like untraversable for a road. But uh, uh, th- this this road just runs directly into the large main gate of the city. And it's, it's a huge open gate. Uh, there are guards uh, checking people, uh, just, just eyeing people as they go in and out. I mean, this is a detail that's difficult to make out from the distance, but you would... You would generally know this. Um, there is also a uh, an additional gate uh, in the northwest corner of the city. So another another way to go into the city. This one is generally used more for the city itself, like uh, internally, for uh, like for. The garbage men, you know, uh, there's garbage pits out there. Um, right. But uh, the the main gates are um, you're you're on the coastway road. It runs right into the gate. Big, wide open archway. Some city guard. Does it feel like there's a? Does it feel like there's a lot of like hustle and bustle, or would we be like pretty noticed as we enter the uh, the so like, the gates there. It is not as busy as it would normally be because a lot of people have traveled traveled north mm-hmm. to the Port of Legs to to see, check out this arrival of the Akoran delegation. But it is still the busiest city on the western coast of Sasoria. So uh, it's yeah, there's a lot of hustle and bustle down at the down at the gate, and I, even on the road, like as you stop and take stock, people are like, "Get the fuck out of the way!" You know, like uh, it's just. You're at, you're at the freeway. You're at the freeway on ramp. Yeah. Well, my my feet are killing me. Uh, can we go? Uh, can we go take a load off or get something to drink or do you? God, I'm like eat some food. I just got. I gotta get off my legs. Do you guys think that we should maybe be try to enter in a less conspicuous way, or should we just, you know, well, it, we could it occurs to me that there right might now. be some folks here who know who we are who we may prefer if they didn't know we were were in the city yes i agree with you dosh um at this point too yon yon's gonna take off his big dumb white hat and like yeah your big sun hat and and, when you say get rid of it do you frisbee it off into the woods or do you curl it up (laughs) into a ball and put it in a handbag or like what do you i just yeah i just i just fling it off into the woods and i take my glasses off too and i just put my hood up great 
Uh, yeah, TP is. I, I I don't remember what it was you guys said last time you were doing uh, to keep him disguised on the road, but whatever it is, it's not going to work going into the city. You're gonna. Uh, so he's he's pulling his TP. Do you think that you have uh, a way of entry that we should go to be less noticed? Um, he says. I mean, he he's pulled up his his hood. Uh. And tucked his head down, doing his best to hide his elongated rat nose. He He's like about the same uh, height yeah. as me, right? Yeah, so, you know, I'll just kind of go with my hood off and... Yeah, yeah, you'll pretend like you're one of me, huh? Yeah, uh, uh, and hey, he... Uh, yeah, in, in, in response to your question, Yon Yon, he says... Uh, I forgot how to do this voice. Uh, in response to your question, Yon Yon, he says, We can use the Northwest Gate. Smaller. And the guards are more likely to be bribed. That sounded... I've said, now I'm doing a pirate. Now I'm doing a pirate voice. No, you you, you nailed it, dude. That was... that was that's Like a pirate? Uh, Ours says I, we should use the Northwest Gate. Uh, Okay, TP, we'll listen to you then. Let's go to the Northwest Gate. Well, now, are we opposed to maybe bushwhacking it for another day or two? Setting up camp out here outside of the city and maybe... Checking things out before we uh, get fully spread out. Comfortable. I mean, we, we're here, man. Let's go in. Let's go. Let's keep going. Seems to me that uh, setting up camp outside the city might draw more attention. You know, with the guards and whatnot. I don't know. Are there I people we'll camping our... out here in the woods and shit? Is this a wooded area? Uh, I asked you, the DM. Yeah, no, it, it, it is sparsely wooded. Um, sparsely to moderately wooded, I would say. But most people would not camp at uh within this like this close to the city oh, yeah we'd obviously like you would have to backtrack like further back out right like mm -hmm. maybe half a day's travel it's just uh in order for it to seem it's not really yeah it's not really the guards i'm uh so worried about if you take my meaning and we'll just make our way in here we'll do fine i do have a question though so the uh, five of us, um, we're kind of a notable group, right? We, we have a, uh, a half-orc, we have an elf, a gnome, myself. We, we kind of stand out a bit. So people will be looking for us to be in a certain party group. So anything that we can do to uh, make us not look uh, like we are expected to... Um, I do have a question. Has anyone seen anyone with uh, dogs coming into the city? I I was just got here. <laughs> like, yeah, I, paying attention to anything I got here that, at the same but... time as you, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> is is there something I can a answer for you, Matthias, as as a DM? Like, are you trying to get at like? Uh, yeah. Like, is there is there anyone who's like entering or leaving the city? Uh, I, I would say that, that it's uh, it's not out of the ordinary you know for people to 
dinner with some sort of traveling animal. And we we also need to remember that like I and, and this is this is my fault to some degree because I tend to run games uh with almost too much verisimilitude, but like uh we need to remember that this is a fantastical world and it's not completely unlikely that there would be other people that are you know of the adventuring sort. Um so uh yeah, but it's Are there it's other people walking around with so. pet tigers around that would be that would that would turn some heads we'll make it super inconspicuous and we'll just walk around with a white tiger (laughs) all right crossing off pet tiger from my list um yeah but to answer your question matthias uh it, it it would be it would not turn the heads of the guards for a moment to have somebody walk in with a pet dog okay matthias turns into a dog did anybody else see that coming Let's just go. I think we'll be okay. All right. And you guys are going to go for the, uh, it sounds like, uh, not the main gate, but the northwest gate. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. That sounds good to me. Great. Yeah, uh, so you guys make your there. way to the northwest gate. And there's a, there's a side road that branches off of the main, uh, off the coastway road eventually and dips down downhill and goes through some more rural uh surroundings uh even even given its proximity to this large city uh, and there is a actually everyone make a perception roll It's a big 24, Daddy. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you're a dog. Oh, and you know what? You would have advantage on this a as 12. a dog, Matthias. Nice. But unfortunately, <laughs> you can't communicate as a dog. Dogs can communicate. Fair enough. I'm wrong. Fuck me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they do it all the time. They bark at stuff. Yes. They wag their tails. They go but and they run can't say, hey, it smells like garbage here. <laughs> That's uh, I rolled a I rolled a nineteen. Okay, it smells like garbage. I'm glad as you, as you as you begin to walk. You got to roll a nineteen. I don't think you, I don't smell think garbage. Garbage. Huh? be that affected by this though. Like he's you pretty used to just super gnarly, gross smells. It's it's faint. It's it's yeah. like you're not. It's not like you're walking th- through the dump through the town dump, but you you can faintly smell it on the air. You see Matthias in dog uh, form. So His s- nose kind of like picks up and lifts up toward where the garbage is. Yes. You do the the cartoon dog point. And then turns back and goes away. Yes. TP says to you all, he says, there is one other option if we wanted to. But... TP, um, could you tell us all the options before we walk all over the city? Well, we're nearby it. And that is... Uh, where nearby? Into the garbage hole. Into the garbage hole. Yes, there's a connection to the sewers from there. I mean, that seems like our best option. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like the sound. You of this. would. And he <laughs> he looks you all up and down. He says, "Not come out smelling so great." Plus, it looks like we're already committed to going through the gate. And he points down at Matthias. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to be okay. Okay, great. 
you all with hoods drawn against the cool, cold even, moist air, uh, except for Matthias, who's, uh, what kind of dog are you? Uh, vaguely mastiffy. Uh, almost identical. To, vaguely. No, it's, uh, the same <laughs> same kind of dog that was uh, uh, the dog that I hung out with in Respite 1. Oh, yeah. Rexam, Rexamandius yeah, or whatever exactly. the hell same they dog. called him. Yeah. Uh, Fifi Fufu. Yeah. Uh, great. Cool. I like that. Uh, good flavor. Um, so, uh, yeah. So the five of you make your way to the gate. And why don't, uh, Matthias, since this was what uh, was your crafting for the, the city build, why don't you roll just a raw luck roll to see how how interested the guards are in your group. Here we go, baby. Come on. Oh, no. It's a four. Oh, my God. That's no, not it's good. not good. Um, I'm actually going to bust my inspo and roll it again. Oh, you're going to use your use your inspiration. All right. It's an eight now. I doubled it. It's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> you literally, I, all I, want, I was totally like, oh, worth just, it. I'll set it low. At like, I'll set the DC low at like 10. That'll be, that'll be fine. Um, as you approach, there is a wagon of a cartload leaving the city from this gate. And you pass by the wagon, and as you do, a town guard who was checking the back of the wagon runs right into TP. Like he walks into the back of him? Yeah. Like this like this wagon's passing you guys, you guys, you know, and he, he was coming around the back of the wagon checking the load, and... Uh, and and was he wasn't paying attention necessarily. He had his hands on the wagon, but he comes around. You guys didn't see him. He comes around, and there's just a clash and a moment where he looks down, and you see his eyes get wide. What do you guys do? Uh, hi, how's it going? Can I can I help you with something? Uh, he reaches down for his sword. As he's doing that, I'm going to bend over and I'm going to say, uh, oh, hey, fella, <clears throat> looks like you dropped this. And as I'm standing up, I'm just going to palm a gold piece into his hand. Yeah, because you can you can see Yon Yon. He's he was about to be like, you know, rat folk. I'm going to I'm going to kill it. Sorry, yeah, fella, yeah. we don't mean to. So we don't mean to stand in the way of you conducting your business. We're just uh, okay. hoping to travel. Go ahead and roll and... a persuasion roll. Oh, God. Well, I, but I gave yes, him money. Yes, you did. But he, as we established from Matthias's world building with the city, you don't know whether or not the cops are going to be easily bribable or... 13. Uh, he looks at you, feels the gold, looks down in his hand a little bit. I'm just going to give him a very reassuring smile. He looks back at his compatriots who have stopped what they're doing and they're they are very intent on him you fellas doing the lord's work out here i'll tell yeah. you what <laughs> yeah he says uh, 
Everything in service of Lady Orem, as always. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry to have bumped into you. And he pats uh, he pats TP on the shoulder. So sorry, ma'am. Uh, enjoy your stay. It's quite all right. Uh, may, may Lady Orem bless you. And you guys make your way into the city with TP's hood drawn. And at this point, let me roll. Oh, yeah. At this point, it's starting to rain pretty heavily. Where do you guys go from here? We know of some places in this city. Um, what are you guys looking for? Yeah. Food. Yeah, I imagine is like, is Jimpy's a chain? Is there a Jimpy's here? <laughs> I want it to be a chain so bad. You, d- you really Not do. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're n- franchising no. it. There's like a sign. There's like a sign on the side of the road that says "Jimpy's coming soon." A... <laughs> yeah, it's like an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> yeah, coming soon, bro. They're putting a Jimpy's in here, bro. Good Dick. for them, man. <laughs> Finally, the line's gonna be insane for like the first year. Uh, it, yeah, no, no Jimpy's. Put my foot down. Uh, I would look at TP. Do you know a place where we could, you know, get out of the rain that would be, you know. A little less conspicuous. He does, in fact, know a place. And he'll look at you, Dodge. His fur will bristle a little bit. And then he says, Just like old times, huh? And uh, he says, Well, it never will be. McNarley's in his den. And he begins leading you through the crowded urban streets of Goldcrest toward uh, a pretty inconspicuous building. Very, You are in a very rundown, sketchy part of town. And in fact, you're getting quite a few eyes. Doesn't it feel like uh, maybe we could have gone to someplace a little uh, less weird? In Less this gross, city, maybe. not that bad to hear Biggo. I like how Biggle's trying to retcon that we were not in the shitty ass part of town. And yeah, like, back from where we're from. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what, here's where I'm. Here's where my head has head, heads at. Well, here's where my head is yep. at. We came here trying to scope on some criminals, and here we are in the criminal part of town. After being like, we don't want them to know that we're here. Gotcha, gotcha. That's where my. Gotcha. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, well, uh, you'd also wanted a place that was inconspicuous. And in, in TP's mind, McNarley's is the place that he can go where no one's, no one's, all right. Well, no one's going to care that there's a rat folk there drinking. Right. Or, or if they do, if they do, they're going to be, they're going to be more likely to be in the minority. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to go to a place where TP can feel more comfortable. I guess I guess TP doesn't want I to just, get killed. I just want somewhere I can get Irish nachos. You know? What? No. 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 I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to engage. <laughs> just, just, yeah, engage. Just not keep engage. Going. Keep going. So we're going to McDonald's. Yes. You, so, uh, and Dodge, you. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Potatoes with cheese just, and, like, I'm bacon. Waiting. Like, I mean, and scallions, Don't, man. No, stop it. Everyone, just, stop, stop, just, stop, stop, yeah, stop. You're engaging. You're engaging him? Stop it. I'll paint a picture for you. And they're not potatoes. I, they're potato wedges. Yeah, but wait. No, not, not, potato not, wedges. not right now. Wait. 
I want the picture painted. Uh, Dodge, you a lot of memories are flooding back to you as you get closer and closer to McNarley's, and you eventually arrive to a pretty nondescript and beat up building in this also beat up part of town that is very, very uh, packed in. It's very dense. Um, this district of town is called uh, the Upward District, and that is not about economic mobility. In fact, it's it seems to be quite the opposite. Uh, the name is in reference to just the fact that these buildings get stacked on top of buildings, stacked on top of buildings. There's just a really high urban density here in this part of town. And uh, you walk down. This is like a downstairs New York basement bar. You walk down these stone steps into a into a pub. There are a handful of patrons in there drinking. None of them seem to pay you too much mind, surprisingly, when you walk in. The reason for that, you all would assume, is because these people in here are all this is this is a troublemaker's place and they they are not put off by the fact that strangers have come in here does that make sense like they're not they're not like oh my god who are these people they're just calm alarming and calm and there is behind the bar a halfling he's a very old halfling Dodge, you know this halfling. He looks like Polly from The Sopranos. He's got his hair slicked back. He's very well dressed. He's like the halfling equivalent of that. He's got his hair slicked back. He's very well dressed. He's uh, he's, hey, he's, got, he's got gray uh, on his tempo temples, and uh, he has a dagger tucked into his belt that you can all see because it has um, ha- what looks like maybe half of a gem sticking out of the the pommel of the dagger and it's very prominent it's like an eight and there's a it's like an eight ball like a shifter knob basically (laughs) yeah yeah uh and and dodge you know that this halfling's name is roscoe no okay uh yeah i'll just walk up to the bar and i'll say uh hey there old feller Take a bucket of swill. He says, Dodge, I haven't seen you in a while. Hmm. Swill then? Likewise. You know it. All right. Well, he gets it for you. He doesn't have, he's got like little, little to no emotional response. Gets you, gets you the swill, sloshes it over to you in a, in a, in a, like, what bigger than a pint glass, smaller than a bucket, but looks like a wooden bucket? You remember TP? He says, "Yep, sure do." You only, you only bringing any trouble in here? Hey, he wouldn't say y'all. He says you're not going to bring any trouble in here, are you? Oh, come on, you wound me. He says, "All right, TP." These other gentlemen with you? Yes, uh, my name's Yon Yon. What is your name? Doesn't matter. What do you want? Um, 
I will have a glass of wine. He looks. <laughs> we exchange glances. <laughs> yeah, he look. He looks at you. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Yes. Uh, yes. He looks at he looks at you, Dodge, and he looks at TP, and then he just looks at uh, you, and he and he says, "Try again." <laughs> is what he says. To I you. guess I'll Go just again. have what Dodge is having. The swill was it? Yep. Great. And that he, sounds wonderful. He sloshes a bucket of swill over to you. Everyone else hanging out here? I guess. I don't want that. Um. You got something, uh, I don't know, smaller? Yeah. What do you want? I'll take one. <laughs> he says, all right, one. Yeah, I'll take up. a small one, he too. Gets, he, he he pours, okay, he says, two ones coming up. And in uh, looks under his brow at you, Dodge. Clack, clack. I'm just shaking yeah, my clack, head. Clack, clack, slams two little shot glasses onto the bar and clink pulls a random bottle off the shelf with an indecipherable label pours two little things and slides them over to you biggle and a lock says you points at you uh oh no matthias you're a dog (laughs) i forgot (laughs) i assume you allow animals in here uh he he looks at tp and he says he shrugs it's fine Okay. Just don't let it shit, I guess. I don't know. What am I supposed to do if he does? I'll give you a bucket and a mop, and then I'll ask you to leave after you're done cleaning it up. How about that? You heard that, TP. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. I, I walk up and, and like um, rub my body up against Biggle. Just kind of dog style okay. uh nice yeah as a thank you uh tp's whiskers bristle at that well thank you for the drinks and then i guess i'll i'll make my uh, way to the next like a, a seating area in which could house all of us okay great yeah and i mean you can tell that the patrons here are they're they're eyeing you but they're not like criminals that are about to rob you eyeing you and they're not tourists that are terrified of you eyeing you they're just yeah, they're just no fucks given here yeah it, 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 it is Sized yeah up. it is a room full of dodges basically <laughs> love it it's guys that are that are they're not they're betraying nothing and and that's the bartender is is the exemplary version of that he will betray no emotion no thought um, or little, anyway. All right, yeah, I'm going with uh, uh, Yan I'm just going to go find a table with him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you guys all sit down. You get a table. So TP, where were these markings that you saw in the sewer? They were some distance from here. We would have to travel a bit. It's a windy way. But not too far, I suppose. And it's like, what, middle of the day? Yeah, it's it's early afternoon. Yeah. When it was it you... I guess uh, mid-afternoon, yeah. You ended up pulling up and leaving town here, TP. How long ago? He'd say, uh, he would say, about a month ago. 
me and the crew left. We were some of the uh, few, the last few to hold out. There's been a an exodus, you could say. On account of? His ears tuck back. He's quiet for a second and his ears tuck back. And he says, It's not safe in the sewers. And it's yeah, that's what I never been saying. safe in the streets. Why is it safe in the sewers? His his ears took back again, and he's quiet for a moment. And he looks at the swill that he has in front of him. They came for us. The Threshers. The Threshers? What's a a Thresher? A nightmare of blades floating in the air. Are you speaking in metaphors or are you talking about like real people or uh, what the hell are you talking about? Some sort of... um, Would you call it a construct? You're not not talking about ghosts or nothing. What? Why did you say ghosts? I don't ghost? want to hear any more Why nonsense about ghosts. Ghost. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, "No, uh, Dodge is right. A construct of some sort. Are we weren't strong enough to fight them." Wait. So what you're trying to tell me, TP, is that there's some construct? Army going around just murdering rat folk for no good reason? Yes. And I assume by construct you mean that this thing is more mechanical than magical. Mm, uh, well, actually, technically, constructs are both a combination of magic and uh, science <laughs> and <laughs> mathematics and complicated engineering. Yeah, his, uh, his fur bristles and he says, I don't um, I don't know. Do you know somebody who might? Yeah, his fur bristles again. I know somebody who might. Yeah, he says, uh, I'm don't usually run in those circles, let's say. This drink is terrible, by the way. <laughs> it's just the worst thing I've ever had. Yeah, I'm glad I only got a small. It, 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 it's an acquired taste. It just tastes like a bunch of shit that was drank before, poured into a bucket, and then served. It's like gin and whiskey and beer. So if we're going to be moving around the city, is there a place where you can... where? We can stay, TP. Do you know, like, what what will we do when we, you know, when night comes? Like, are there any other rat folks that you trust here that we can talk to? Or there is there anybody, or is it just you? I'm not sure who's left. As I said, I was one of the last, but um, I could always ask Rothko for his hat. He had the uh, 
that I could, that he has loaned to rat folk in the past. That is a, uh, and he, uh, TP would describe basically what, uh, what's called a hat of disguise. It's a hat that allows you to cast disguise self. What's the hat look like? Is it like a fedora? Is it like a cowboy hat? Like, what, what are we talking here? No, it's like a, 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 he points at it on the wall. It's hanging. And you all look when he points and it's hanging on a hook. It's just like a, like a um, herringbone newsies cap. And it's hanging on a hook next to what looks like a board with four wheels on it, like something that you would use to move a cart. But for some reason, it's it's hung up like a like a salmon trophy. Hmm. I think it would be wise if you asked him if you could use that hat. Who me? You want me to go ask him? <laughs> <laughs> no, Alok. I no. I appreciate your enthusiasm, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to help. Uh, TP would look at you, Yon Yon, and he would say, It's gonna cost us. At least in collateral. A down payment of sorts. What are we talking? A pinky gold? 25 gold. He'll get 22 of it back. Well, that's pretty specific. Are you getting like a cut of this or something? Why why 22, 23? He keeps three gold. Yeah. Not TP, the the bartender. Oh. So, yeah, uh, TP's basically telling you Yon Yon like if you if you want to move around the city with him uh and not have to worry about him being caught or seen, uh, you're going to have to throw down 25 gold with this bartender to rent this hat from him. Okay. Which is basically a hat that you could uh, cast disguise self. Well, I have 30 gold pieces, so I will give TP the money. Okay. Uh, mark it as such on your sheet. Mm -hmm. He and you, he looks at you and... Hmm. Uh, his fur bristles again for a moment as you hand him the money, and then he says, "Thank you," and and leaves the table, and goes talks to. I'm gonna go with okay. him. Uh, also, I have a question. Actually, before I do that, I guess I have a question, yeah. which is. They, when we got knocked over, when they stole mm -hmm. our bag, they told us that the name of their group was the Organization of the Dark Chalice. The, close. The Order of the Dark Chalice. You guys are, you the guys order. are the organization of the Black Goblet. Yes. They are the Order of the Dark Chalice. Yes. Okay. And they told us that. Uh, Horatio, his, his exact words were, or I, I believe, from what I recall, uh, the Order of the Dark Chalice sends its regards. Gotcha. Man, that's a pretty yeah, cool I, fucking name. Uh, uh, maybe I don't want to go with him. I, I do want to... Like, is this place closed down at all? What's that? This bar, does McNarly's <laughs> close down at all? I don't know, man. 
man, you tell me. I mean, I, I, Roscoe can't run it, you know, 24-7, right? So right. Um, he, he might have... Uh, it makes sense to me that he has he he would want to keep it open twenty four seven just given the nature of his clientele. Uh, so he probably has one or two young, you know, ne'er do wells that uh, you know w- one or two young chaotic neutral <laughs> like people working right. for him that uh, that are like trying to come up in the world that he's mentoring that you know. Uh, not to make another Sopranos mm-hmm. reference. Teaching them how to chaotic neutral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's probably open all night. Yeah, I'll just go up to the bar and try to catch this um, another second with Roscoe. Okay. Yeah, so uh, TP and Roscoe are having an exchange about the hat. Roscoe's basically like, you know the drill. Okay. Make sure you bring it back. Um, when, mm-hmm. when they get up, I want to, um, make a perception check in the bar. Um, I want to see if there's anybody that's like two, mm-hmm. two things. One, I want to see if there's anybody who's like paying a little too much attention to us. And two, um, if there's anybody who like kind of looks friendly Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll that perception roll. I rolled a 14. It's it, it's incredibly difficult to tell. Um, if you had to place bets, you would bet that none of the people in here are particularly friendly to you. Um, but it, mm-hmm. uh, okay. but it doesn't seem like anyone is, uh, paying you too close of mind or like no one's, no one. Is there anybody like checking me out or no, uh, it doesn't seem that way. Damn dude. Alok, when we get back to Clifftide, um, I was one. I've been thinking about this on the road, you know. I, I've been coming down, you know, walking a lot, and I just, I don't know. Maybe when we get back to Clifftide, could you um, teach me how to do some push-ups or something? I just <laughs> teach me how to do push-ups. The concept is. I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm getting a little older and like I'm not quite as spry as I used to be and Yeah. Yeah, man, I got you. Yeah, man, we'll get swole. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to get swole. I mean I'm more I'm more interested in yeah, the man, aesthetic. We'll set purposes, a plan that works you know? for you. We'll, we'll work on your vision. <laughs> oh okay. Uh meanwhile, back at the <laughs> What do you mean okay? <laughs> Throwing down uh, over here. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the, you guys have had a little bit. Too dude, much nobody's swill. checking me out ever at any bars. Okay. Um. Meanwhile, back at the bar, uh, TP and Roscoe finish up their their deal. Uh, TP puts the hat on, and he looks like a uh, he looks like a halfling, like a young. 
early 20-something halfling. And he walks away, and you're still at the bar. Dodge with Roscoe. Yeah, I'm just going to... Just gonna, you know, swing my leg over the, uh, over the stool mm-hmm. there, and uh, I'll get another swill, mm-hmm. and I'll just give it a minute to make sure that uh, there's nobody within earshot, nobody coming up to the bar, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'd like to, uh, I'll say to him, uh, all right, old feller. Now, look, me and TP not going to be in town too long. Nothing to worry about there. But I was hoping I could get some intel. And uh, just check it on the going rate, see if things have changed, how much that's changed since I've been here. He's he's cleaning out a shot glass and turns his back to you and as he's putting it away on a shelf, steps up a little stool, puts it away on a shelf. He's just with his back to you. He says, uh, he says, uh, what exactly are you looking for? And just to take a couple of furtive glances around me to make sure there's nobody with augmented limbs standing nearby or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, there's, there is not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to, I'll ask him, uh, have you heard of the, Order of the Dark Chalice? Does that ring any bells? He doesn't. He doesn't stop. He doesn't. He doesn't miss a beat in what he's doing. He's still cleaning the bar. But uh, and I'll say now I heard some strange things. Oh yeah, what kind of things? Strange devices. Hmm. Untoward magic. So you think I happen to know a interested party who has a quarrel with these folks. Hmm. Needs to settle a debt. Interesting. And you, and you think that if I given the nature of what you just described, if I knew something about that that I would be willing to subject myself to their propensities and abilities in the interest of passing along this information uh, there's no cause for you know paranoia that's where I think you might be wrong Dodge well maybe I should tell the interested party they're barking up the wrong tree wait I'm confused now which one's the interested party you're the well you're the interested is- I I am, but I am. Fr- no, I no, no. It. I was like, I got no, a friend. This is him, this is him talking. To... He's like, he's like, wait. He he says, oh, okay. wait a second. No, which one's it? Okay, I'm confused. Which one's the interested party? Are you the interested party? You want to know about? Because I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't necessarily tell you. Because I don't. Fuck it, man. What do you want to know? I mean, they're a bunch of assholes. I don't. I, I... They run around on the streets a no. lot here. They come in every now and then. A few of them do. At that, the door opens, and you see three figures walk in.
Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick break from the game to tell you about our friends at Black Rabbit Service Company. Black Rabbit Service Company specializes in the sales, installation, repair, and service of all coffee brewing and dispensing systems. With over 25 years of combined industry experience and a true passion for specialty coffee, Black Rabbit Service Company is the clear choice to help you level up your coffee game. Let's let's say you're Dernan, running the Yawning Portal Inn in Waterdeep. When road-weary or aspirational adventurers come through your doors, you want to make sure that the coffee you serve them matches your legendary reputation. Well, Black Rabbit is here for you, Dernan. Just, just grab the nearest internet wizard and go to blackrabbitservice.com. That's blackrabbitservice.com. They can consult on your new layout, recommend equipment, sell you what you need, install it, and maintain and repair it over the years to come. So if a troll attack happens again and the steam wand gets broken on your brand new fantasy La Marzocco espresso machine, no problem. Black Rabbit will get it fixed for you faster than you can say mending spell. So if you have any specialty coffee needs and you are in the Pacific Northwest or the LA area, you don't need to look anywhere else. Head on over to blackrabbitservice.com and level up your coffee game. That's blackrabbitservice.com. So two of these figures that have walked in, you don't recognize. Uh, one has a completely shaved head and uh, is wearing just kind of loose loose-fitting clothing. The other one looks like any one of the other people in this bar. Uh, but the third one, you almost hear her before she, before you see her. And she's, you hear her voice saying as the door opens, uh, and he just complains all the time. I don't even understand what. And then she locks eyes with you, Dodge. And it's Betty from Woestone Hall. And she says, "Kill this motherfucker!" And points at you. Oh, hey now, hey now. Uh, everyone, roll initiative. Where's TP? Uh, he, I, he has walked back to the table, and he is in a halfling form. Right. Thank you for reminding me. I need to roll for him. Oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. Let me go around the circle here. Biggle. 17. Nice. Dodge. 14. Yon Yon. For the first time ever, I think, on our podcast, I rolled a one. Okay. Uh, what's your dex? Because TP also rolled a one. <laughs> uh, I think it's... One second. Doesn't matter. I'm going to put you after. Uh, it's, it's it's plus three. What? There's a wizard? It's crazy. Enough, dude. It was my second stat. That's right. wizard. Uh, Matthias. 
Dog, dog, dog boy. 19. Holy mackerel. All right. Action dog. <laughs> I just wrote dog. <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Alok. I rolled a two. Um, plus one, so three. Okay. Not looking good for the home team. All right. This shaved head dude bursts into the bar without hesitation. And it with a speed that you have not seen before. Hits you with an open-handed strike dodge three times. Uh, what's your, what's your uh, AC? 14. Okay, the first one you deflect, but you are not prepared for the, the speed of these other two. So uh, you take 14 damage total. Ah, from ouch. From these strikes. And uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Jesus. As the final strike hits you with with its fingertips all close together, just hits you right in the neck. I need a constitution saving throw from I rolled a seven. Or an eight. I'm sorry. You you are stunned. Ah, Cool, man. Matthias, dog Matthias, you are next. Um, Your dog instincts just burst as soon as this guy comes in and runs at Dodge. What do you do? Uh, dog Matthias is going to... Um, run out of the bar. With the door open. <laughs> okay. Okay. I assume that no one is like, I need to kill this dog, right? Like, no one's like, I'm going to, yeah, no one's no, going like, to no. this Be- dog. Not to put too fine a point on it, but Betty remembers Dodge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Betty yeah. remembers what happens after she talked to Dodge. And she's not, while she seems like an idiot, she's not a complete idiot. Yeah, so, do- so Dog is going to run out of the bar. Mm-hmm. And I think Dog's movement is probably 30. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but sure. You can get out the bar. Yes, dog gets out of the sure. bar. Um, and I'm going to turn a... Uh, oh, 40 feet is my speed as dog. Um, yeah, I just... I look at, <laughs> just so looked it up, too. Do- dog is able to get... Um, I will say get out of the bar, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. rematiasalize and then turn into a tiger. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. And jump on Betty, who's in the doorway, right? From behind. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I, I love this. She just looks at, she watches this dog go by, she's uh <laughs> and then turns back to the fight, and then all of a sudden just tiger pounces on her. I'll give you advantage on this attack because she is not. Hell yeah. Um, dog is going to get a, uh, seven or uh, 19 super hits. Okay. Yeah. So dog is just going to bite, right? Dog is now, t- dog is tiger. Dog, dog is, is now, now tiger. tiger yeah, though, dog right? is tiger. Um, yeah, this is going to get really complicated. <laughs> uh, and tiger now is going to bite right into her neck. 
Okay. Oh, Jesus. For a whopping four damage. <laughs> okay. Hmm. But uh, do, do you get a pounce? Did you get the pounce to knock I her prone? I don't think I had uh, enough that distance to do it. I need 20 feet of Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. No. Yeah, you certainly did not. Thank you for being honest about that. Um, okay, great. But yeah, she's like, oh, it's a fucking tiger. Um, Biggle. <laughs> Um, how close am I to this dude who just beat the shit out of, uh, Dodge? 15, 15 feet, maybe. Mm. I mean, it's a small little bar, small, small little basement bar. Are either of them wearing armor? Uh, the other, the other guy that walked in with Betty is wearing armor. And you can see that people, like people are scooting in the bar, scooting okay. back their tables and stuff. Um, I'm going to, um. I'm gonna look at that other guy. Like, uh, I, I should clarify, it's leather armor, though. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> you wanted the heat metal? No. One of these days, I'm gonna use it, and you're gonna shit your pants. Okay, I can't wait. Can't, can't wait for wait. God. Shitting. I love shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Uh, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm going to get up from my seat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tip the table over mm-hmm. so that I'm like ducked behind it like Wild West style. Nice. And I'm going to nice. reach into my pocket and I'm going to pull out three uh, rocks. And okay. I'm going to um, imbue them with magical energy. Uh, and cast magic stone on them, and I'm going to hurl one at this guy who attacked Dodge. Okay. okay. Yeah, go ahead and make the attack roll. So I rolled a 15. A 15... Huh. A 15 misses. Jeez. What? Yeah. Uh, this is the one do- uh, attacking Dodge? Yeah. Yeah. They, without even looking at you, as though they knew it was coming. <coughs> what the? It's fuck? a monk, you guys. He's got high decks. Also, we can catch that shit yeah, and throw but, it back. Um, His AC is over fifteen. That sucks. High decks, baby. Uh, yeah, Dodge. You are stunned, which means you can't take. You're incapacitated, so you can't take actions or reactions. Or, you can't do anything. Yeah. Essentially. Until and, and it says uh until the end of the adept's next turn. Gotcha. So uh <gasps> they're gonna need to attack you again. But what I would need from you, you can't do anything right now, but what I need from you as a player is to roll a D six for me. And this is how that we're gonna roll for how many bandits or how many people in this bar essentially are going to join this fight like how many of them want to get in on this and how many of them are like not too much heat for me right now oh my god that's a five go wow okay now i want you to roll for how many of them are going to be on your side so roll again (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think i rolled 
Uh, a one, I think. That's correct, Trevor. Yeah. It's a one. It's all, of course, it's a one. Why would it be anything else? When it mattered, he rolled high. And when it really mattered, he rolled low. All right. Uh, one of these bandits stands up. It's like, I remember you, Dodge. You were my homie back in the day. I'll, I'll be. I'll fight with you, bro. <laughs> oh my god! You don't. I, I mean, don't, you, you don't remember to be clear, me. I don't, don't remember me. This person, yeah. You don't remember me, probably. But I mean, you know, had, we're friends. You had all. your poster up on the wall, man. Mm-hmm. Steven, do you remember? Sometimes you call me Steve or Little Stevie. <laughs> no. Oh, you're stunned, probably. Uh, he, <laughs> that guy's a monk. I think he stunned him. <laughs> he shoots a crossbow at uh, at the monk and actually hits. Nice. Thank God. Thanks, Stevie. Little Steve. This guy sucks. <laughs> this guy sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, little Steve. You can call me that orc guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a lock. Um, little Steve. Gotcha. Ha. <laughs> yeah, and the other uh, four bandits. Are <laughs> gonna pull? They're gonna attack little Stevie. <laughs> little Stevie, no. no! They've been waiting. For, they've been. Oh, waiting for this and he month. dies. Oh, he dies. Steve. Three of them hit. Oh, no. he could talk the talk, but that. he couldn't walk the walk. Yeah, he was all. He's he 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 falls down on the ground and he's he's coughing up blood and he's just like he holds his hand up to you, a lock, and he's like, just just remember. Remember the good times we Is had? Is he wearing a red shirt by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, red, red leather armor. He was just and all, it's, all offense, no defense. So so now there's three dudes with swords standing in the room. Um, sorry, four. Uh, four dudes with uh, swords of varying styles standing in the room that have just murdered little Stevie, and they're looking at you now, A-Lock, as you cradle little stevie in your arms uh it is your turn what do you do (laughs) Um, you're holding this dead guy i'm not holding him no uh i'm going just standing there watching him. yeah just like he's like belly up in front of me and he's just like putting his hand up for the high five and i'm just like the only person i hold is my wife (laughs) yeah exactly Hmm. I say it in Harrison Ford voice, just like that. Uh, uh, I'm going to do a. Um, I'm going to swing my axe, uh, run and swing the axe at one of mm-hmm. the one that just got hit in the face with the arrow. I'm going to swing it mm-hmm. at his uh, between his like at his kneecaps, basically, like his his I'm aiming for his thighs. Wait, 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 wait! Say, say all this again. Who are you attacking? The- the one that got the one that got in the face with the arrow. No one got a hit with an arrow. Yeah, oh. you said Stevie. Yeah, hit you, the monk with an arrow. You did say that. Oh, oh, Stevie shot a crossbow bolt at the monk. So you're attacking the monk. Yeah. Didn't he get hit? Was that not an arrow, or was that a bolt? A crossbow bolt. Okay. Yeah. So you're just you're gonna ignore these these four guys with the swords and uh, you're gonna go for the. I'm going for the the one by Dosh. Yep. And I'm going to okay. swing my axe at their thighs. <laughs> okay, great. It's really important. It's really important that it's the thighs. Well, I'm not the calves, not the hamstrings. The well, thighs. I'm doing it. Go I'm ahead. Doing a trip. No, it's I'm doing it. I get a it. Trip attack here. Okay. 
Oh, nice. Go ahead and make an attack roll. That is a 19. Hey. That is that is going to hit. Nice. Roll that damage. Okay. So this is for... Um, so if I'm not throwing halvesies, so I'm just swinging with it, it's 1d12, right? Correct. Okay. Plus your strength modifier. Plus my strength mod. That's right. Um, I'm going to use Savage Attacker and re-roll that okay. damage. Okay. Because you rolled what? A four. Okay. Four is not bad. Well, I got a five plus okay. uh, three, so that's... Probably plus three. That's an eight. Yep. Cool. Eight damage, and then I'm using my uh, one of my maneuvers to trip attack here. Okay. What do they have to do to avoid being tripped as you cleave into their thighs? Um, I like to imagine they raise their knee up as like to to actually bring their thigh up to 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 block in like a classic kung fu. Let me block your axe strike with my naked leg. So basic, yes. basically, how it works is I like in a kung fu movie. Yeah, just like kung fu movies. Did you guys not watch kung fu movies? You also said like in a kung fu. Uh, basically, I roll this d8. Uh, use one of my superiority die, superiority die, mm -hmm. superiority, and yeah. then I uh, add that to the damage roll. And if the target is large or small, it must make a strength saving throw. Oh, so it actually takes. Okay. An extra eight damage. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and roll that. Um, roll, roll the D eight. No, that was the uh, that was the D eight damage. So you have to. It was it was an eight. It was an eight. You rolled an eight. Yeah. Oh, great! Awesome! Well done. So now it has to make a strength saving yep. throw. And if it fails, it knocks it prone. Fails. Sick. Roll the two. They are prone. Did you say roll the two? I, I oh, rolled a two for them. Yeah. Sick. Good turn. Thank you. And then I'm gonna and then I I'm need... gonna move five feet away from them with the rest of my remaining action. Can I do that while they're prone? Yes, but they'll still get an opportunity attack on. Oh, me. okay. Well, then I'll just at di at at disadvantage. But um, okay. Yeah, just I will. I'll do it. Uh, I does an eighteen hit your armor class? I rolled a nineteen <laughs> and a thirteen, and they have a plus five to hit. So. <laughs> Wait, oh, they have a plus five to hit? Oh my gosh. Uh, yep, they, mm -hmm. that hits me, man. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, I need a constitution saving throw from you. Okay. Or, no, I'm sorry, uh, this one's going to be strength saving throw. Um, that is a... So just uh, d20 plus my strength mod? Yes. 13. Ooh. You made it. Ooh. Barely. Ooh. But now, as you are moving away, you feel something shatter against your back. Glass shards. Something breaks against your back. And now I need a dex save from you. As Betty says, you fucking asshole, and just threw something at you. That is a 20 Okay, great. Uh, it's sp this spills all around you. This weird white foam, 
it, it almost <laughs> it almost looks like marshmallow <laughs> like uh at the end of ghostbusters when they blow up the stay puff marshmallow man just like marshmallow starts <laughs> billowing up and out at an alarming rate from the explosion but you managed to jump out of the way of the bulk of it a knife goes flying at uh the monk a couple knives go flying one of them hits the monk uh, this is from TP, who has backed himself into a corner and is trying to stay out of the fray. Um, Yon Yon, it is your turn. What is the bartender like doing? Sighing deeply. Like he just no emotion, showing any emotion either. Are they like? Uh, it looks like it looks like he's going to get. He's just like. Uh, for fuck's sake, you know, like trying, like digging around for something under the bar. Okay. Um, uh, Yan Yan is going to like kick over a table to like hide behind, and then he's going to cast uh, a level. Th- What's this other guy doing that Betty's with? You said there were two of them, right? Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, he, he goes on the bandit turn, and I got kind of caught up in the other people uh, joining the fight. Um, Let's say he holds his action to see what you're gonna do. Oh, what does this other guy look like? Um, it, uh, he looks like Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, like, does he look? <laughs> I mean, does he look bulky? Like, does he look like a spellcaster? Like, is there any other discerning thing besides? I don't like. Y- you can is make he it... hot. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> what Aaron Eckhart would be. Yeah, what's his? Yeah, what's his? Uh, if you're uh, asking me what his class is, like what his stat block is in the dungeon, ma- like in the monster manual, I rolled a twenty-one. Okay, uh, he just looks like your standard bandit. He rolled a twenty-one to determine stat block. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just gonna cast a level three witch bolt at the at the monk. Uh, using the wand. Yep. Okay. Uh, I roll right. Yeah, it's, been a while since it's an attack roll. Okay, that's uh, 17. I assume that hits. 17 hits, yeah. Cool. Damn. Light it up. 15. 22. It's just three, right? Four? Oh, you know what? He's prone, so you do have disadvantage on this attack. He has disadvantage? I have disadvantage because mm-hmm. he's it's a ranged prone? spell yes. attack, right? It's a ranged. It's a ranged spell attack. So any ranged attack. That's why TP did not do well. Any ranged attack against a prone target has disadvantage. A like if you a were to melee walk up attack to sw- has yeah. advantage. A melee attack has advantage exactly. Okay, so I have to re-roll then. You're to hit. Re-roll your to hit. Yeah, to see if you actually hit. Uh, this one was a nineteen. Okay, nineteen is better than seventeen, so you hit yeah. either way, right? Um, and it's three d twelve, right? Correct. Cool. Twenty five damage. All right. Oof. Blasted. Still alive. Okay. Um, the bartender Roscoe fires a crossbow bolt at uh one of the bandits that just 
one of the four bandits that joined the fight. These guys that were here hanging out. And uh, says, never tip well. Just <laughs> just completely annihilated. Looking for an excuse to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, this uh, tip well. This martial arts expert, this ninja fighter, this kung fu master, stands up, unleashes another flurry of blows on you, Dodge. Oh boy, this is not good. This is not good for me. I uh, hits you twice, but one of them's a crit. Okay. Oh my god. So you take seven on the first one. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming and the crit is going to make me unconscious. The crit is the most damage I've rolled. I rolled an eight and a seven plus three, eighteen damage. Yeah, Dodge hits the four. And then he does a leg spinning over each other, kind of thing, and gets around. Uh, it does a side flip to get over by Betty, and stand in front of. Uh, it looks like. Trying to help save Betty at this point, who is being attacked by a tiger. Matthias, it is your turn. Tiger attack. Uh, tiger goes to bite again on Betty. Uh, um, and that is going to be a 24. I assume that hits. It absolutely hits, yes. Another four damage, two ones in a row. Oh man, you've been so—you just been so used to being a dog, you forgot how to be a tiger. Is that it for you? You're just—I'm in the doorway, just being a tiger in the door. Yeah, and she's trying to fight off your uh, your attacks, Biggle, from behind the tipped-over table. Yeah, I lean out. I'm chucking another rock at this ninja guy. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. Spell attack roll. Ooh. That's going to be a 21. Boom! That'll hit. That'll hit for sure. Yeah. Crack. God, please kill him with this rock. <laughs> I hit him for nine damage. Is this a... This is a ranged spell attack, correct? Yes. Okay. Not feeling good. Oh, Dodge, you uh, got to make a save at the end of... Uh, oh, you're uh, you're no. I'm sorry. You're um, you're no longer stunned. So it is now your turn, dude. Uh, I'm unconscious. <laughs> yes. So that means you get to make a death saving throw. That's a 19. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, you hear the voice in your unconscious state of Neil Ahoim say, uh, "This is only a minor setback." You'll be fine. Biggle? Yes. After you throw this stone, ha-ha! Womp, 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 womp. Four looming figures come standing over the table. Wait, who the the fuck are you guys? (laughs) We're the killers of Steven, and now the killers of Gnome (laughs) Guy. (laughs) 
I <laughs> run away. <laughs> but but what's your uh, AC? Uh, probably like three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> probably, man. Probably. Uh, no, uh, two of them. Two of them miss. You've tucked yourself. You pull the table back. Uh, as like closer to you and that clunk clunk they cleave their swords into the table but one of them reaches over and stabs and the other one swings around and hits into your shoulder so you are going to take yeah my ac is 12 yeah two of them hit two of them miss oh that's not bad for damage you're fine uh you're gonna take only five damage total dude i'm so tough yeah you're like fuck you, uh, Alok. It's your turn. You have, I believe, run over. You had ran over to like uh, fight the the other fight the martial arts guy, but then you'd stepped away. Yeah, I took a step towards um, Betty and the others that uh, came in and after. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, those others were people that were already in the bar. So they didn't come in behind her. They were it's just people that were already in the bar that were like, all right, stuff's popping off. Let's go. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. So what do you want to do? I want to line up a shot with Betty, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to throw my axe at her. Okay. Great. Um, I'm going to say, if you do that, you are also going to hit Tiger Matias. Do it. Do it. <laughs> are you yelling are you, you plenty plenty of H- hp to spare all right yeah um i lock eyes with the tiger no yeah and the tiger nods at exactly you. he winks yeah tiger I wink. gives you yeah, a thumb. tiger a, winks <laughs> I, I get a glint of that tiger eye and i know it everything's all right in the world i'm gonna throw my axe i'm throwing halvesies end over end okay and okay great i am so I just look at the tiger man, just me and the tiger, and I know it's okay if I stab him. I'm uh I'm using my inspiration <laughs> to re-roll that. Don't we all make saves? Isn't that how it works? Oh, um oh, right. yes, that's right. Yeah, you're correct. It's a deck save. Okay. Oh, she makes it. She rolled an uh, 18. She has a plus 3 to dex. 21. Okay. Is she not is she not prone any longer? She was never prone because no, Matthias as pounce. Tiger was not able to yeah. I fail the save. In my imagination she was prone. Okay. I but but in my imagination Matthias as Tiger form is is like on his hind legs like keeps rearing up trying to claw and bite uh claw and bite her. Cool. All right. So it misses. Yeah. Yeah, so she makes her deck save Matthias as Tiger. Okay. Uh failed. So you, <laughs> you give the thumbs up. She dodges out of the way and it just slams right into you. 2d12. Let's oh, go. Oh, shit. Okay, well. Okay. First one is a one. So that's nice. The second one is an 11. So 12 total. Plus strength. So... Uh, it's actually 15 damage. Tiger's fine. 
Oh my gosh, Matthias! Oh my God! I, I oh. Um, and then I'm going to use my action surge, mm-hmm. and I'm going to charge Betty, and try to do a um, a trip attack with my two hand axes. I'm just going to kind of swing them both at her knees, and do like a okay. slight. But you only get yeah, you only get one attack. Right. But yeah, I for flavor. For flavor I understand yeah. what you're going for. Yeah, great. Go ahead and go ahead and roll. As you have these cleaves into uh, Tiger Matias, you're like, oh, whoops, uh, maybe try these. And you run it, you just run at her. Yeah, and I get, uh, it's an 18. That hits. Awesome. For sure. Okay. So that is a D6 plus three. So that's an eight. Plus you're you're doing a trip attack, so you roll your superiority die as well. Right. And add that to the damage. And because this is a one-handed melee attack, it's... uh, Plus oh, two bonus you get damage. A plus two. Yeah. So yeah, it's from uh <clears throat> some right. Some ability that it's have. dueling. Dueling. Yeah. That's right. Dueling fighting style. Um all right, cool. And so that is a ten plus this D eight here, which is a five, so fifteen damage. Nice. Plus two, right? Uh already he added that in. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she has to make a save, right? Yes. She does. She has to make a strength saving throw. Ooh. She's got a minus two to strength. And I rolled an eight. So I don't yeah. think that's going to do She's it. going down. No, she's going, she's down. going down. Betty falls and she says, not like this. Tiger licks his lips. Not like this. Uh, Wait, is that from The yeah. Matrix? <laughs> No, I just made it up. What are you talking about? I love that line uh, delivery in that movie, for the record. When that person says, no, like this. It's just so fun to rewind and watch that scene over and over. Oh, my God. Uh, TP crits on uh, one of these other bandits that are that are attacking you, Biggle. Dude, you just, finally. You just watch it. You just watch a knife shoot through the skull of one of them, and I because I rolled the the daggers aren't like super powerful for him, but I rolled very well on damage. So, um, yeah, and it is your turn, Yon Yon. Uh, I am just gonna keep using Witch Bolt's ability to hit this um, dude again. Because okay. it connects, and then I can just choose to re-roll the damage, and it just auto-hits, right? Uh, I don't recall how Witch Bolt works. No, but, you're um, thinking it's of... It's the Arclock Wand. That's a, that's an yeah, ability it, of the of the item, as I recall. Yeah. So is it, But I don't yeah, know that you catch. get to re-roll 3d12 or just 1d12. That's the thing. Um, but um, I, he only has two hit points left. You're going to kill him. Sweet. Yeah, uh, you you yep. you incinerate you you reminiscent of Hans. You ash pile this once master, R.I.P. Kung Fu master. He dies. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> and um, and uh, that and then I, I want to sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I want to say 
keep 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 Betty alive. Um, who are you saying that to? Just like I'll just like say that loud, like say, just say it out loud as you're looking. I like I like picturing you looking down at the ash, the ash yeah. pile, and you just mm-hmm. say it out loud to anyone that yeah. hears. Keep it. Betty alive, because you with with a confidence that that you know that your crew is going to win this fight. One hundred percent, sir. And indeed, you all just hear a as the doors to this establishment that is open 24-7 get locked from the inside and Roscoe holding a crossbow that is way too big for a halfling to wield typically says well we're just all going to stay in here until we get this figured out aren't we That's going to do it for this week. Oh, didn't take very long this time, did it? Uh, not only did our heroes manage to get into a fight within mere hours of arriving to town, it just so happens to involve a past foe in the form of Betty, who clearly knows that Dodge isn't who he said he was the last time they met. Whose side will the barkeep, Roscoe, come down on? And will our heroes get a chance to follow up on TP's info about the sewers and these mysterious thresher constructs? To find out, tune in next time for episode four of The Singing Door. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, there are a few different ways you can do that. First, tell people about us. Share the show with someone who you think will enjoy it. Secondly, you can just go ahead and take a quick moment to leave us a review. It only takes a minute, and it's incredibly helpful and appreciated. Lastly, uh, you can become a patron. Just go over to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast and find a tier of support that makes sense for you. Not only does it help us out a ton, it also gets you access to a bunch of patron-exclusive stuff, including a supplementary podcast we do called Bonus Action, where we do um, deep dives on episode-related moments, as well as on a range of subjects like game theory and DMing insights. So if that sounds interesting and you'd like to give us your support, just go on over to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast. Thank you so much to everyone that has done so already. All right, that's it for this week. Take care, everyone. And as always, thanks for all the games that you're playing, the stories you're telling, and the moments you're making. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember... The right play is the fun play.